Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't, don't let them... Shut the hell up. I mean, it's good opening music, but do we have to yeah. play the whole thing yes. all the way through? It's what, 30 seconds? Yeah, that's okay. a lot. I mean, so? Get, I want to get to the thing. I'm get to what thing? The, the, what is this called? The after buzz. Yeah, but you need a little foreplay, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. Hello and welcome to the After Buzz podcast, the only podcast with a 30-second intro that we try and listen to. I'm editing that thing. The next time you hear it, it's going to be five seconds. No, nope. I'm going to play it from my computer then, because mm-hmm. this is my podcast that <laughs> you are co-hosting with. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Nico Ajimian, your host of the After Buzz podcast, and of course, Buzz Adams is here. Hello. I have a very interesting topic for today. Today is Tuesday. It is October. How's your October going so far? Pretty good. Uh, I That reminds me, uh, it's already October 10th. I got to get some of our costumes going and supplies yeah. for the KLAQ Halloween Parade, which is going to be on the 31st. You know my sizes, right? You know, I think we're pretty much just going to have to go with whatever sizes they have available. But Joanna told me well, I can't just small, do a basic... Co- no, I'm not going to get small. Yeah, you can't just do a basic black shirt. And That's then- what I thought we were going to do. No, man. But Joanna says, now you have to go on. You have to get like the the robes and the clerical and everything. Yeah. I guess we're still keeping it a secret. Are uh, we? But mm, it's not much of a secret. We're... Uh, honoring a horror film, one of the classics, some people say the greatest horror film of all time, which turns 50 years old. And of course, I'm speaking of Motel Hell with Rory Calhoun. <laughs> Is that actually 50 years? No. See, no, yeah. No, no, no. Figured not. I was uh, just trying to... But you can see our costumes at the Halloween parade on the 31st. That's a Tuesday this week. and This we're still, month. This month, rather. It's a Tuesday, and we're still accepting uh, uh, registration. So go to klaq.com to find out more about this year's Halloween parade. All right, before we get into it, I have some facts about the U.S. that aren't facts at all. Oh. Uh, before that, though, I am going to do this article from the Texas Standard um, about cryptids <laughs> in Texas. Are you familiar with cryptids, Buzz? Cryptids are, you know, I chupacabras. Bigfoots, big feet, uh, <laughs> jackalopes, I guess, would would qualify sure. as a cryptid, right? Any mythological animal that we really don't Swamp know. apes, yowie men, the whole gamut. Yowie men? Yeah. Where are they from? Australia. Ooh. That's the Australian Bigfoot. All right. Kangaroos are, in a way, cryptids. If you see them running around in the loose in Oklahoma, which I totally did when I was a teenager, you actually saw <laughs> a kangaroo. kangaroo. Yep. Yeah, that's weird, man. I, I think that probably qualifies as... You could just say, I, I saw a Bigfoot. 
Well, I mean, we know that kangaroos exist, right? In the open of Oklahoma? I don't know about that. There, apparently, there are reports of kangaroos in the Midwest going back to at least the early 60s and maybe even before what, that. Wait, what, where were they? Come, like an escaped kangaroo population somehow took up residency and have these flourishing flocks of joeys? I would swear on a stack of King James Bibles <laughs> that I saw a kangaroo while I was fishing at my grandfather's pond with my dad. It hopped right out of the tree line, came over to the other side of the pond, which was only about, you know, 30 yards away from us, took a drink out of the pond, looked around, and then hopped right back into the woods. Isn't that hilarious? Swear to God. Well, I think that's why this is a perfect discussion for okay. you to be part sure. of. Uh, Lyle Blackburn was being interviewed by the Texas Standard. He is a cryptozoologist. He's a writer, and he is a seeker of higher truths. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's mostly written about the Texas Bigfoot. Didn't know there's a distinction. Uh, then also he talks about the Chupacabra kind of being more of a Texas-specific cryptid, but uh, actually going as far as showing up in Puerto Rico and I think that's South where America. they started. The, I think the the chupacabras, the chupacabra reports first came from Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, then the interviewer asked, "Well, some what are some other Texas cryptids lurking out there?" So here we go. Mm-hmm. There have been sightings of what we would call flying humanoids, really? and those are reports of large anthropomorphic human-like things with wings, mostly in southern portions around San Antonio. Like a Mothman type of deal? Yep. Or, he says, around San Antonio, you see large thunderbirds. What? Uh, Which are incredibly large birds that don't really fit any description of known birds. I have a feeling we would have seen... If it's a bird. If it's a bird. Flying around. As big as a man. In the daylight, I think. Man bird. Yeah. Then he talks about... uh, the Autine Swamp down in South Texas has a swampy creature that's been reported. And finally, he gets to out west. We have the Horizon City Monster. <laughs> the Horizon City Bigfoot, also known as the Horizon City Bigfoot. Yeah. That it's a Neanderthalish Bigfoot. What the f- what the hell? You never heard of the Horizon City Bigfoot? No. And is there an article about that already? Gosh. There were articles in the newspaper at the time, but this is 20, probably something like 20 years ago. That's hilarious. There was never any evidence found. Somebody said they saw like a, like a wild, hairy, wild man. <laughs> well, I, I thought that it was just interesting that El Paso had even anything remotely related to a Horizon City Bigfoot. Well, I mean, I think it's mostly taken as kind of tongue-in-cheek. I don't think anybody really believe. I mean, where would it hide out? First of all, right? There are no trees. There's not a lot of places right. to hide in Horizon City I, I to mean, begin with. I'll give you this: I could see some place like the Cascade Mountains or the Pacific Northwest or British Columbia, maybe harboring some kind of. I, I, I mean, at least that's faintly plausible. The fact that there's a giant Bigfoot hiding out in Horizon City just seems ridiculous well lyle uh says uh texas is known for big things and certainly people would be surprised at the staggering number of bigfoot sightings that have been reported 
He says, we can stand up to anybody's forestry here in Texas. We've got huge, a huge state that encompasses a lot of different kinds of landscapes and ecology, which can support things like chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a famous case in somewhere in Texas, I think down around San Antonio, but not San Antonio, where uh, a, a veterinarian actually had discovered some kind of strange looking animal on Wasn't her it property. Just a- it was a it was either a dog or a coyote or a dog coyote hybrid with a really bad case of mange. Mange. Which is like a, a parasite almost that makes them look weird. Weird. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. I thought it was also interesting that the interviewer says, well I've been uh uh researching more about this and checking around I noticed that Texas seems to lead the country when it comes to cryptid sightings. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, it's totally true. And that's why he goes on to say, well, we have a big well, landscape. We have, we have a big state. I mean, it's, it's the second biggest big, state. Yeah. Do you think there are any undiscovered animal species? Well, I mean, that's a you silly know, question. Of course there are. But, there are lots. Not just talking about bugs or anything like that, but like uh, fish for sure. Or fish. There's, no telling what's way down there. But even how... There's probably a Meg down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a Meg fighting a giant octopus as we... And Captain Nemo is the only person that can actually tell us what's going on. Uh, I think there's like the parrot that just showed up in South Texas. Like they had thought that this type of parrot... Oh, a specific type of parrot. Yeah. Was extinct or had been extinct. Then there was that weird dodo looking bird from Australia... Was it called a dodo? No, it wasn't called, but it's a flight- great auk. It was flightless. A U K, maybe a great auk. I don't know, but it looked like a walking meal on legs, like just a, like, oh, that you look delicious. I've heard reports that of sightings of what's called a Tasmanian tiger that they thought went extinct in the 1920s or 30s. Yes. And there have been reports, not any proof, but there have definitely been reports of sightings of this animal that supposedly went extinct a hundred years It's part ago. of the cat family. I think it is a type of tiger. It's usually smaller. Have you seen pictures of it? Like, they have pictures of old fur. Well, no, but I've seen a picture of a Tasmanian devil, so I can imagine, I can extrapolate what it looks like. It shows up in a big whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think the Tasmanian devil's been extinct yet. Uh, they. Ju- I was going to tell you this story. I thought you would think it was stupid, though. They recovered actual DNA from a Tasmanian devil pelt. A Tasmanian tiger? I'm sorry, a Tasmanian tiger pelt. A Tasmanian tiger pelt. So uh, there's, I, I with mean, the hope of maybe cloning and reintroducing it. Sure. I mean, it's kind of sad to think that all of these really cool animals kind of died, not from a lack of you know food or anything like that, just because we kind of killed them. We hunted them. Or we, we put them in... Well, I think mostly hunting. It was kind of thing. yeah, <laughs> right. mostly hunting. Or what we we use them for their body parts for certain things, um, medicines and their horns. Well, and- I mean, you could go back even to prehistoric times. They think that uh, the peoples that lived in North America, uh, you know, ten thousand years ago, might have hunted some of the big f- megafauna they're called that lived right. here. Might have hunted them to extinction. Yeah, interesting. So they were doing that with spears. For the most part, you know? So if they could wipe out a species with 15,000 years ago, how good are we with high-powered rifles and helicopters? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do you believe in animal conservation? Do you believe that it's like really important that 
we try and keep as many of these species around sure. as possible? Yeah. Why? why how, who would disagree with that? Uh, that's a good point. I think some people th- see it as just a natural way of things that things just die out and it's not really that important. <laughs> well, there's nothing natural about the kind of mass extinction that's gone on in the past few hundred years for sure. Right. Know? That's all man-made. One, Yeah, absolutely. I, I was going to say 100%. You know, nothing's 100%, right. but largely. Like I get weirded out when I hear them talk about, well, if bees die, everything dies. I thought I read something that it turned out like that bee, like the bees disappearing was kind of uh, not a hoax, but just. I think it was a colony collapse. I think they call it colony collapse. And yeah, but I think there's been a lot of evidence recently that the bees really haven't gone anywhere and that it was kind of a panic. So did you know that California like produces a ton of our vegetables and fruit? Like the, Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to live in. Uh, what was it? it wasn't mono it was salinas i used to live in salinas and it's all farm everything's agriculture you, you forget there. that california is not just la and san francisco and san diego uh i i believe there was a story last year that a truck carrying a, a semi truck carrying millions of bees from florida or somewhere to california mm-hmm. to pollinate to pollinate because they don't have enough of their local bees to do that yeah, so you can order up bees, bees, and they'll bring out, I guess, tens of thousands of bees right. to pollinate your, your crops and you know, stuff. Whatever. Well, that that truck like flipped or something, and then all the bees. Had, do you remember that story? Yeah. What What did you find out about it? it, it, it colony collapse well, is, is a true thing. There are 156 species of bees that are listed as vulnerable by the International Union for Conservation of Nature. Twenty as endangered, 11 as critically endangered. I'm just not sure. Uh, Yeah, I'd have to do a little more research. I mean, this really isn't the, I don't have time to do it here. I don't know if it's as dire as it was made to sound at the point, you know. Do you remember when there was, like they would connect that with a, like an Albert Einstein quote that if the bees die, we're next. Was that not Einstein? (laughs) Did they just not attribute it to him? I don't know about that, but I just... I, well, because the, the point is, oh, if bees don't pollinate, crops don't get pollinated, we, we lose As I was smacking uh, mosquitoes in my backyard the other day, <laughs> I wondered aloud, what are mosquitoes good for? Couldn't we just get rid of mosquitoes? Right. So I had to you know, go, go online and look it up, and it's like, oh, no, the, the whole food chain, because... You know, frogs, frogs and birds and bats and, you know, they're a food source. Oh, they are pretty useful. But, God, fuck mosquitoes, man. If <laughs> Why do they need us to make itch? Couldn't they just suck our blood out and then fly away? <laughs> Why does it have to itch afterwards? <laughs> like, that doesn't seem evolutionarily helpful. The whole itching thing. I know it's their saliva that caused the itching. Oh, well, you know more about mosquitoes than I do. Uh, I'm a bloodsucker. All right. I also have something else I wanted to bring up. No more uh, cryptids to talk about? No. No more unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that gets mentioned in the cryptid. In the cryptid world. I I imagine you're a cryptidel, a cryptophile, a cryptozoologist. (laughs) I'm not a cryptozoologist. You're not a card-carrying member, but (laughs) you've done your own independent research, I believe. You have a ton of books on this shit. <laughs> like you have a ton of books on 
Bigfoot and... Well, it's interesting, right? Yeah. It's interesting like how these legends get started and what they could have actually been. And are they some kind of cultural memory of when some of these animals... You know, there's just a lot of interesting It's interesting how the same sightings seem to happen all over the world. Why every culture also has stories about, you know, larger than life or very, very bizarre and unusual animals. All right, here are some facts about the U.S. Turns out aren't facts at all. All right, where's my bell? I got it. All right, number one. What an eagle sounds like. Probably not what you think it does. I actually have that comparison handy. Oh, that is so handy. Well, the sound effect used in movies for bald eagle crying is actually the cry of a red-tailed hawk. All right, so first of all, I can play the... The sound of a red hail, red-tailed hawk. Yeah, you can hear that like in a truck, in a truck commercial. Yeah, America. Now, do you want to hear what an actual bald eagle yes. sounds like? Because I know it's welcome not be the- to the hotel, California. <laughs> the, <laughs> like eagles. the eagles are going bald. Nice. Okay. Ah, <laughs> you could have just said Don Henley. <laughs> Actually, I think Don Henley has a good head hair, <laughs> to tell you the truth. But once again, here's the red head, red tail hawk. Here's an actual bald eagle. Nothing like the other. Not going to sell as many pickups, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Turkey was eaten at the first Thanksgiving. It turns out... It was not eaten you know at what the first was? Thanksgiving. Red ha- tail hawks. <laughs> no, they actually ate eels. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Eels don't favor cold weather, so they roll up into coils, making them really easy to catch. Ew. Plus, their long lifespan lets them swim for miles and months without tiring, so they were available in almost all of the Northeast locations. I want to have this year a really Traditional, traditional Thanksgiving, old-fashioned Thanksgiving, oyster and eels. eels. That's what we're gonna have. So, is or there, lobster? Did they have lobster too? Uh, they could have. Yeah, I, I know that up until uh, some point in American history that's fairly recent, lobsters were not thought of as edible and certainly not as fancy food. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, in the early 1800s, lobster would be fed to prisoners because who the who the hell else Monsters would want to eat a giant underwater cockroach? Do you have butter? No butter. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the point? All right. Next up. <laughs> that the U.S. is the most obese country in the world. I can think of a couple that I know, like uh, American Samoa, which still yep. has American in the name. <laughs> but uh, they, they have a uh, obesity is a real problem with Samoa. Buzz, you are absolutely correct. The, the Cook Islands, Nauru, Samoa, and Tonga are the top four obese countries in the world. The U.S. clocks in at number 12. It's uh, not the most in the world, but yet millions of people still think if they come to America, a lot of Europeans think that. One European per, European person stated they expect to see uh, so many obese people in the United States you know, I've been to the UK before. They're, they have plenty of obese people in the UK. Yeah, it's everywhere. I'm not, everybody. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say they have more per capita, but there are plenty of overweight people. What are some of the other countries that aren't in the Pacific? 
That's a great question. And this are, article does not does have not all of those. List all of them. Oh, so man. I would do much more research. I would have to do much more research than I'm willing to do at this okay. point. All right. Next up. In the U.S., if you don't have money, you can't receive emergency medical attention. That is false. Of course, you can receive emergency medical attention if you don't have money. The insurance company or hospital will bill you an exorbitant amount eventually that will follow you around after your treatment, but they don't approach you with a credit card reader while you're on the table. If you don't have money and you don't think that at any point in the future you're going to have money, just you know, go in and it's an emergency, right? Yeah, absolutely. Aren't hospitals required, required to give emergency aid to anybody regardless of their ability to pay or insurance or even their citizenship status? Yes. Okay. And what there's technically the law, because I remember at the ER when I worked there, the law was the, they ha- the minimum they have to do is get you stable before they can decide to just transfer you out somewhere else. Okay. So they don't have to take care of you completely, but they just got to get you stable. Uh, So this is what I'd always heard in El Paso, that there's one specific hospital that's known as kind of the hospital for indigent people or people that don't have any means of of payment. Sure. And I just wonder if that's still the case. It used to be Thomason. It's still UMC, which is formerly known as Thomason. And do most cities also have like, okay, this is kind of the... Well, so this is what I believe. From what I know, Thomason is a county hospital or UMC is a county hospital. And there is a fund, a public fund, I believe, that the county has that does go into helping pay for... uh, the medical costs of people that couldn't afford it. Now I know that's also true. Like Ben Taub in Houston is their County hospital. And uh, that's where I did some of my EMS clinicals as well. And I believe it was the same. So, all right, next up, the U S is founded on Christianity. Well, it was founded on the principle that residents can practice any religion without government interference. Though some may, people may feel the nation is Christian because um, it is the most popular faith in the country. But well, the U.S. has no specific religion that it was actually founded on or that you can find in our uh, constitution. Now, it, it, there, there are mentions of God and the creator and the, you know, so forth in a lot of the founding documents. But right. those, most, a lot of those people, and definitely the people whose names you'd recognize, like Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin— were mostly deist. Right. D-E-I-S-T-S. They believed in some grand intelligent designer or deity, but as far as, hey, you got a... A Christian God with a... Right. Yeah. Well, and... That's a big bone of contention. I mean, there are a lot of people who are like, well, look how much they use the word God, so it must be a Christian nation. But if you went back and, and actually were able to talk to Thomas Jefferson, you would and find out what was inside his head, you would get a totally different version of what you accept as Christianity, especially evangelical Christianity oh, that yeah. exists in, today. Uh, in contract, so I, I think you would know this term, uh, and in insurance, there's something called force majeure, also known as a major force. I don't know. An act of God. Okay. So these are things that can cancel contracts out, and they actually use the word act of God. They don't mean God, did God this. or Christian yeah. God. They don't mean 
Allah or Buddha or something Confucius. That nobody, no human can be held responsible. It's just something that a human couldn't be held responsible for, like a hurricane or something like that. Uh, so what I mean to say is that the crea- I mean the the creators of our constitution could have been using a term God as something that we just don't have control over, not necessarily a specific God. All right, next up, you must in the U.S. You must wait 24 hours to report somebody missing. Completely untrue. You don't have to wait any amount of time to report a person missing, no matter their age. Somebody's cousin went missing in 2018, and the police noted her disappearance immediately when they didn't find her in her room the next morning. I wonder how many, you know, maybe murders or disappearances have gone unsolved because people believe that mostly from TV. I gotta wait. We can't do anything. Call back when 24 hours have passed. The first 48 is the most important. (laughs) I mean, you've seen that show? Of course. Next up. When cops don't read Miranda rights, the convict gets away with the punishment or gets gets away away without without the punishment. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not true. The Miranda rights are the saying that an arresting officer reads to somebody in custody. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can can will be used against you. You You have a right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be appointed for you. Well, movies and media perpetuate a false belief that you can get out of prison sentence if your Miranda rights weren't spoken to you at the time of your arrest. That's not true. It's just that if the rights remain unspoken, whatever you say couldn't be used in court against you. Uh, Can I add a, like an addendum to that? Yeah, please. The idea that if you ask somebody if they're a cop, that they have to tell you if they actually are. You're talking about prostitutes, right? No. I'm or dr- oh, and drug, drug deals, deal, too. Yeah, anybody, yeah, yeah. You know, anybody. You're not a cop, are you? The police are. It's not like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar rules. The police are not obligated to to tell you the truth about that. In mm-hmm. fact, they can directly deny. That directly deny. <laughs> can you imagine There'd be no point in undercover cops if all you had to do was say, are you a cop? And then they're like, damn it, you got got me. me. My one weakness. All right, next up. English is the official language of the U.S. Hmm. Uh, The U.S. does not regulate one specific language. It's just the lingua franca. The most commonly spoken language is English, but citizens can choose to speak any language they want. I want to say that most countries... Do, do have, have an official language, I or more than so. one. But the United States does not and never has. Mm-hmm. And finally, that the U.S. <laughs> is a democracy. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is not true. While millions of people may regard the U.S. as a democracy, it is actually a constitutional federal republic, considering the legal system operates under the laws and bills stated in the constitution. So what what does that mean to people? I mean, what's an example? Like if if we're not we're definitely not a direct democracy. That is like if we wanted to go to war. No, no, we don't have a special election where every American gets to vote on whether or not you vote for your representatives okay. and then they So make constitutional means we have a constitution that governs all of our laws. Uh federal means that we're we are broken up into states. We have different areas of uh, operation and republic means that we elect uh, representatives to carry out and vote for us. Um, not dire- direct democracy would be like 
they put up a bill each citizen. Hey, we're going back to the polls to decide if they were going to raise the tax on liquor. Right, <laughs> every single <laughs> little for, thing. Obviously, that would not be with efficient with you know three hundred fifty million citizens. You could get away like Greece got away with it. Like every single law or whatever what do you mean, they like want. an ancient Greece. Like, but one city like Athens could get away with having the three hundred senators or their or whoever was who was able to vote. I don't even know could get away with having to legislate every single legal detail into things. But today, the U.S. has so many of these things, it would be impossible. Those are some of those facts about the U.S. that are not facts. Thanks for listening along with us. We'll be back on Thursday. Don't forget to check out the Buzz Adams Morning Show every weekday, 6 to 10 a.m., 95.5 KLAQ. Do you want to give the neckline in case somebody wants to add to our discussion? If you would like to call in, we'll uh, get your message. If you call the 24-hour, seven-day-a-week neckline, that number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.